Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. This is the podcast where we're digging into the digital revolution that is turning the business world upside down in a number of ways and certainly changing our personal lives as well. We're delighted to have with us today Steve Mullaney, who's the CEO of Aviatrix. And Aviatrix is setting out to change some pretty profound things in the whole security area in the cloud. Steve, good morning. Good to see you. Good morning. Good to see you again, too, Bob. So, Steve, you know, this this cloud revolution that's taking place, it it has so much potential for businesses across every industry, every part of the world. They're able to move faster, touch customers better, do things they could never do before. But, Steve, it feels like there's this, you know, clash of civilizations in some ways. You got the uh, cloud service providers set up a certain sort of architecture. Then you've got their customers and their architectures have been changing pretty dramatically over the last several years. And it leads ultimately to a lot of complexity when somebody wants to put in something like, you know, a real new type of modern end-to-end cybersecurity. What's your read on this and what's the way out? So I guess, uh, I, I, I agree. I think uh, from my perspective, I look at it from the application perspective, like infrastructure evolves, is there to support the application. And so when you move to cloud, it is a, it, it, we talk about this as a transformation. This is a different computing model, right? The applications are different. Everything's different. And so what people want, need to do is not lift and shift the infrastructures and the mentalities of what we've done on-prem and expect them to work in the, in the cloud. For example, on-prem was a perimeter-based model, right? Everything came in through the front door of your data center and you locked it and you put cameras and you did everything from a perimeter perspective and that's where your firewall's at. When you look at network security in the cloud now, the cloud is perimeterless, right? People call it zero trust. You have access to the internet everywhere. Why? Because it was designed for that, for everything to access the internet, microservices, you have a tremendous amount of east-west traffic to this cloud, that cloud, that's just how it is. And so when you take models from on-prem and you try to bolt it on into the cloud and force the cloud to look like a perimeter based on-prem, you have problems. So, but people until today didn't have an option. That was the only thing that they could do. So that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah, and and Steve, um, that that clash there, right? If the customer as the tech industry sort of trained customers over the years in the old world, say, hey, you bought it, it's your problem, you figure out how to do it. So they got to hire tons of people to make this stuff work and they eventually could make it work, but it was complex and expensive and time consuming and brittle. Yeah. It seems like it's time, Steve, for a better idea. Yeah. So if you remember, Bob, I, you know, I'm a longtime networking guy, uh, also was uh, VP of marketing at Palo Alto Networks where you can blame me for the term next generation firewall, right? So that I we created that category. Um, and then I went on to be the CEO of Nasira and VMware and created NSX. So I, I, I have a fundamental belief in that networking and network security kind of go, go together. And you're exactly right. When you look at network security, we need to reinvent and actually design something from the ground up. So exactly what we did at Palo Alto 15 years ago when we created the next-gen firewall because applications changed, they were all over the internet and everything was port 80 and HTTP, 
And so the, the traditional old world firewall was just allowing all that in. We needed a next gen firewall to have better inspection. Same thing's happening here. You now switch, switch to the cloud. You don't have that perimeter anymore. What people are doing now is taking the, what I called LGFW, last generation firewall, because anything 15 years old, you cannot call next gen, yeah. Bob. <laughs> and we're jamming it into the cloud. And then guess what we're doing? We're steering or trying to steer all traffic to it. For a natural environment of the cloud that does not want traffic steered anyway. So what's the problem with that? What happens to the traffic you're not able to steer there? Because it's really hard to do that. Because you're fighting against the natural habitat of the cloud. Not You have no security for that traffic. Horrible performance because now you have a choke point. Scale is ridiculously hard because think of the size of the box and the number of firewalls I need. Now that I'm steering all my cloud traffic to this centralized model, the, again, the operations, it's non-agile, right? So when the, the how do you roll that into your CICD pipeline? Oh, wait a minute, I got to create my firewall rule. It's different. And it's really, really expensive because the folks like Paolo and everybody else, they're sticking it to you with their ELAs and saying, you need to pay more and more and more. And yeah. so you look and it's this horrible architecture, but it's all they had yeah. until today. Aviatrix is now, I'm at it again, Bob. I'm reinventing <laughs> and what we call the distributed cloud firewall. Mm -hmm. We are distributing the, the, the inspection, right? Into the fabric of the network. That is the only way that you can do it in the cloud for zero trust and a perimilous environment that you don't steer traffic to, it's part of the data plane. It's a little more inspection that we do full next-gen firewall functionality plus additional things, all distributed. And we make it operationally look like one big giant firewall across multiple, we do this for Google, Azure, Oracle, Ali, all the public clouds with one policy engine that's based on tags, which is how you have to track things because it's not just users now, like in the old world data center, user going to porn, it's applications talking to other applications. It's not just IP addresses and active directory uses, it's, it's tagging, what is that application? And we create these smart groups. So it's one single policy, one single enforcement engine from a logical perspective, which makes it from, a, from an operations perspective, incredibly simpler all terraformed, all integrated into the CICD pipeline. And then the inspection and enforcement is done in a distributed, dynamic, real-time way in the fabric. Infinitely scales, no performance bottleneck, easy simplicity. So why hasn't anybody else done this until today, Bob? Because they're not the network. Yeah. They're yeah. boxes that they have to steer traffic to. And they have uh -huh. to put lots of boxes in there. They don't make it look like one firewall, right? The only way to do that is to distribute it in the fabric. It's a distributed system. Really hard to do, easy to say. And you, only people who can do it, you have to be the network. Otherwise, you're trying to put agents everywhere. No one wants agents, right? Or you're back to the old 1995 model of steering traffic, which leads to all the issues that we've had. So that's the 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 innovation. And I've been working on this for four years, Bob. Yeah. Think about what have I been doing at Aviatrix, <laughs> right? The thing is, you have to build a reliable, scalable, fault tolerant, resilient four, five, nines network before you can start adding advanced services like network security into it. 
Steve, it makes perfect sense, right? The distributed cloud firewall, but in the minds of some customers out there, right or wrong, and it's it's wrong, but they've sort of got this Stockholm mentality, right? They said, look, I spent the last 10 years cobbling together this Franken firewall, and it actually kind of works, and it's it's a pain in the butt and everything. It's too expensive. I know it works. Now, here comes this relatively new idea, new company. Yeah. Why do I want to jump on this? So, so remember, uh, this is deja vu all over again. I did this 15 years ago with Palo Alto. Same thing. Do you think anybody wanted to rip out the checkpoint firewalls and put in this thing? Palo Alto Networks, they're like, Where, are you in Palo Alto? You know, what do you, what, why would I rip out my checkpoint firewall? What we did was we transparently integrated in behind the firewall. We said, mm-hmm. keep, keep your dumb firewall. Yeah. We are going to rip that out someday, just not today. Put us in behind it. It will show you what you're missing, right? And then slowly you start turning up the control. You start with visibility. You start with an insertion, and then you earn their trust. The good news for us is we have 300, 500 total customers, but 300 enterprise class customers, yeah. like big names. And they trust us from the infrastructure where we're going to insert. First insertion is we're going to rip out AWS NAT gateways. Well, NAT gateways have no security, no visibility. It's shocking how many people have horrible security in the cloud. And they don't actually even use last generation firewalls. They just use NATing. It's like, Mm. people, what are you doing? And by the way, AWS charges an astronomical amount for this. We're saving a large clothing retailer six million dollars a year by ripping out their net gateways they get better better visibility and better security and so it's an easy insertion for us to just start with that which is just in a vpc out to the internet let's start there the next thing then that people look at is hey then they do look at their bill and so here's where i say the best tool that every enterprise has right now is a yellow highlighter why because in a recession every cfo is doing this and they yeah. go to their IT teams and say, I need you to save 30%. I've had, I've talked to customers and they said, I just came from the CFO and mandated. So one of the things we say to them is, okay, I can help you save a dramatic amount of money and improve your security. And they mm-hmm. all say, you had me at saving costs. <laughs> right? But they look at people like Pan and they go, I'm paying 10, $20 million a year for horrible architecture. Two years ago, a year ago, they might not have given us that shot. But now we walk in and say, we're not going to gouge you like they are, right? Let's start turning it up a little bit. Maybe we do east-west firewalling. Maybe we don't do the whole thing. Or even even before we get to that, there's customers that don't do any security in the cloud, Bob. And everyone says, all the customers say, don't tell anyone. It's a dirty little secret. Why? The cloud has its own security, right, Steve? Oh, no. Yeah. And, And so because of the cost, the complexity, all this, well, we haven't got there yet. Because they look at the horrendousness of jamming their old world firewalls into the cloud and they go, I I don't like that. So we also have a tremendous amount of our customers. We're competing against nothing, Bob. So we've got like three stages, NAT gateway replacement, competing, you know, inserting security for people that are doing nothing. And then the people that are spending a lot on PAN and other firewalls, we've got customers that want to rip out checkpoint where they, that's, that's the use case where they say, I hate those damn things and I want them out. So, Steve, if you got uh, 
not required that you do a rip and replace. You get better performance. You're saving money. Uh, you're installing security, perhaps for the first time for some who haven't had it. The other thing I hear about now is people say, uh, you know, we're being much more uh, cautious on who we're going with because we got to be sure that one or two or three years from now, this is still the right solution. So mm -hmm. is, do you have a future proof story for them as well? Yeah, I mean, the, the great thing I'd say, Bob, I've talked to uh, probably individually over the last couple of weeks as we're prepping for this announcement today, uh, 50 of our large enterprise customers, not, I swear to God, not one of them thinks this is, is not, not one of them doesn't think this is the architecture. They all agree, every single one of them. Uh, industry analysts, financial analysts, customers, every single one of them say. Now, what it gets down to is, how do I go from here to there? And I'm not expecting everybody overnight to rip out their Palo Alto firewalls in the cloud. Like that just doesn't happen. But give me the time, like boiling a frog, just like Palo Alto Networks did. Do you know it took us three years minimum in accounts before we became the firewall at Palo Alto, before we earned trust to become the firewall and then they ripped out that checkpoint firewall. Same mm -hmm. thing's gonna happen here. But with the recession, I don't think it's gonna take me that long because saving money, you know, I've seen it at accounts where the higher, the person who runs the cloud pushes to the low level people and say, we're doing this, tell me why I can't. Uh -huh. Don't say, can we do this? No, we're doing it. And you better have a real good reason why I can't because I have got to save this money and I've got my yellow highlighter circling the cost yeah. on that. And architecturally, they do know that this is the way to do it. And so they look at us and they say, "You're I'm, from a networking perspective, and it's what we call secure cloud networking, Bob, they're together. Yeah. Networking and network security are not two things. It's one thing. And within companies right now, the, the human part of things, networking teams and security teams are coming together. And a lot of times they're reporting to the CISO. Why? Because it's secure. I need my network that's secure. It's not networking and then I'm going to bolt on security. They all know this is the way to go. And they're all going to give us that shot because they know that architecturally this is the right way to do it. Steve, two other things I want to check with you on. One is, you know, you've described here that the cost consciousness and everybody sees that or aware of it. On the other hand, you have it coming from not just the CEO, but the board of directors pushing down and saying, what are we doing about cybersecurity here? How are your customers handling that, you know, the, those two different forces there? That's why the saving cost in better security is a good story, right? It's not saving costs with worse security, saving costs with no security. It's saving costs with, 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 with better security. So I can tell you that NetGate we replacement when I'm in, when I'm meeting with customers and having lunch, they do this. Huh. In the middle of the meeting, they're they're emailing and texting their team, like right in front of me. Mm -hmm. How many net gateways do we have? Right, we're, we're it like I'm telling you, it is an amazing thing. So better security, saving money is a good thing. There's an amazing number of people that don't have any security in the cloud. They're horrified, but they know that the that the cost of doing that, both operationally and license-wise, is is way out of reach. So yeah. when we come in and say, well, we're not going to gouge you like that, they're like, that's an interesting story. Maybe this is actually when we can, we'll just skip the last generation firewall phase and go right to distributed cloud firewall. 
And then, of course, then you have the people that are spending millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars with Pan. And, you know, look, they may just use this to get 20% off their next DLA. It, right? I mean, I know how that works, right? But architecturally, they all say this is this eventually, this is the architecture that I'm going to go to. Hang on, Steve and Aviatrix. It might take us three to five years to get there. Yeah. I'm on a 30-year journey with this, Bob. This is the next 30 years. We got time. Our view is customer for life. You take the time. I know you're coming our way. Yeah. And Steve, the fact that CEOs are getting intimately involved in some of these things that affect, am I going to be able to do the sort of business I need to do this year, next year, two years from now? So um, they're not getting in and talking about all the technical details there. But well, they you are know, Bob, at, sorry, to, sorry to jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, please. One of the things that you just said, right, is the CEO and the business, what do they care about? They care about agility. Why are we moving to the cloud, right? Yeah. We're moving to the cloud. It's not for cost savings. We all know that. It's going to be more expensive than it was yeah. on prem. The reason we're going is that, right? Yeah. Speed to the business. How quickly can I deploy applications to my customers because that drives my business? This is a business-led transformation. What's great about what we're doing is it simplifies things, right? So for, from an operational perspective, an agility perspective, when you take that old world firewall and you jam it into the cloud, you bring the operational model of 1992 in with it, which, which is why the business units hate IT because whenever they ask for anything, they always say no, even before they finish asking. And the reason is I got to figure out how to apply all these firewall rules into this infrastructure. We decouple all that, Bob. Our yeah. system is intelligent. We create simplicity, right? Not manage the complexity such that you actually don't need to think about the network and how the network deploys that network security because we own it end to end. We figure out the best way to do that. Sometimes that's with native security tools and security groups. And sometimes that's with things that we add. But we handle all that. The central yeah. brain of that handles all that. We abstract it away. And all you need to do is tell us the policy of what you want to do. And then we will handle the compiling of that security enforcement into the fabric of the network. Which gives I you immediate and, and put it into the CICD pipeline. Because, you know, a lot of people, you can't trust the developers are going to do the right thing, right? Like, you, you've got to put it into the infrastructure so it actually delivers agility for the business. Yeah, yeah. Steve, last question. So distributed cloud firewall, sounds like a great idea. You probably got some competitors a little scared by this, a little rattled. They're going to be tossing out a lot of FUD around this. But I believe you have been doubted in the past. Yeah. You may be carrying around a little uh, black book with some notebook comments in there. Yeah, I have a notebook. So what's the notebook telling you about this next adventure? Oh, there will be people that will say, oh, you know, look, I had a notebook at Palo Alto. You know, believe it or not, people, when I, we, we went out and did Palo Alto Networks, I had people say, why are you going to a firewall company? That's dumb. What is wrong with you? The world doesn't need another firewall. I, I would take, a, I would do this. <laughs> All right. How to, uh, Bob, E.V. What are you doing? Write your name in a notebook. Uh -huh. I had a notebook when I went to Nasira. What are you doing? I don't understand what you're doing. Network virtualization. That's not how it works. Okay. When we got bought by VMware, uh, even our VC said that's not going to work. There's no way you're going to be able to make that successful in VMware. They can't spell no networking. Okay. When I went to Aviatrix, same thing. Okay. What are you doing? Okay. Here you go. 
So guess what? That's just what I do. And this one, I'm sure people are going to say distributed cloud firewall. That's not the way firewalls. Now, I actually don't think because I've talked to literally 30 customers and every single one of them says that's exactly what we need to go and do. But there will be doubters. The existing last generation firewall vendors will say, what do you guys know about security? And I'll go, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, we'll keep track. Mark this date, right? May you know, 18th is the date that the bullet left the chamber for a lot of this network security. And what's going to happen also, Bob, is what happened on-prem on 15 years ago. When you, when you solve the disease and you cure the disease of network security, you know what happens to a lot of things? They're, they're symptom treaters. Yeah, yeah. They go away. So on-prem, remember instant messaging devices and AV devices and URL devices and all these things that were firewall helpers all went away. Because once you fix the firewall and you fix network security, all these symptom chasers went away. Same thing's going to go on in the cloud. The reason you have 100 devices, 100 pools in the cloud is we're not doing network security right. If you do network security right, they're yeah. all going to go away. Well, yeah. What happened to this? Well, they were symptom chasers, symptom tool chasers. You're not going to need. So all that, a lot of that complexity is just going to go away because you're doing it right. So a lot of people are going to hate us, and it's going to be like I always talk about. It's like throwing water, Dorothy, on the on the scarecrow, and some of it gets on the witch, and the witch is like, oh, it's a beautiful world. And he's like, "Sorry, I was just trying to put the scarecrow out." We're trying to put the scarecrow out. We're trying to fix network security. There's going to be a lot of witches that are going to melt. Hey, beautiful world, right? Sorry, we didn't attack you. We went to go solve the problem of network security. The scarecrow is on fire. We put it out. And there's un there's 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 uh, unintended consequences. I'm sorry. There's going to be a lot of vendors that are going to hate us. I'm going to go sorry. But the customers will have a different. The customers attitude. are going to love it. Perfect. Customers are going to love it, and they Perfect. have. Well, Steve, as always, it is a treat talking with you. Love the optimism, love the idea, and uh, this whole thing of getting businesses more fired up, more capable, more ready to build their own futures instead of having to try to drag the past with them and pretend it's the future. Good okay. talking with you, Steve. Yeah, great as always. Thank you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live with Aviatrix CEO Steve Mullaney talking about the distributed cloud firewall. It's here today. See you next time.